Hey everyone, welcome to Never Seen It, a podcast where I force my friends to watch a movie they've never seen, or they gently ask me to watch a movie I've never seen. Today, I'm joined by... Smiley, and I was punched in the face in fifth grade, and I deserved it. <laughs> okay. Um, Amber, I haven't had Doritos since 2001. And Alex, I kissed my cat on the mouth. And on this podcast, I've never seen 500 Days of Summer. <laughs> <laughs> we can totally laugh at the facts. It's, it's, it's okay. She's a beautiful kitty and I love her. <laughs> okay. Alex, I'm really mad. <laughs> Why haven't you seen it? Because <laughs> you were like, I've never seen Five Hundred Days of Summer, but I'm gonna rewatch New Girl, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm so, sorry. We'll start it by like, how come you've never seen this movie? Um, I have no idea because I I do um enjoy Joseph Gordon Levitt and Zoe Deschanel on separate um screens. <laughs> I don't, I think it's because like I love Zoe Deschanel and New Girl so much, and I think that that is like quintessential Zoe. Um, and so thinking of like Almost Famous, where she plays the big sister, and that is mm-hmm. was one of her first roles, and she, I just don't think that was her. Um, I felt like Five Hundred Days of Summer was the same. Like I was afraid that I was going to watch it and not like her because of things that I've like heard about the movie uh-huh okay yeah do you think she plays the same characters in movies or like or do you see kind of different stuff if it's any- different because okay i'm opposite from alex where i love her movies like Bertha terabithia bithia is like a yes. big rewatchable for me mm-hmm. and also if i went to summer i see it a lot i mean i say it every summer and then like yeah. new girl i had a hard time getting into it so i'm like at the opposite side of alex oh okay oh interesting Amber, what about you? Have you seen a lot of Zoe? I have seen uh, some of New Girl. I never finished it, but I liked mm-hmm. it. I do feel like just Zoe Deschanel, she's just such a cool girl. But she's mm-hmm. like, you know, the the quirky, cool girl, dorky. She's not afraid to be herself. She mm-hmm. came out of that movie with Jim Carrey also. Oh, yes, man. Yes, man. Yeah, and she. Oh, has, I like, love the, her in that. Movie. Yeah, like I, I like her a lot. I and I, I know I mentioned this before, but I took some time to watch it. Also, like the full movie wasn't until like three or four years ago that I saw the whole thing, and I don't know why I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, didn't I didn't just. I just didn't see it. I guess also like Alex from some of the things I heard, I was just like, um, I'll just watch it later, or I'll finish it later. Mm-hmm. See, this movie I've remembered mm-hmm. a lot. I think I saw it a lot because me and Amber would talk about it in college like about the movie and something i remember one of ember's comments is that a common conception people have of the movie isn't true after she rewatched it for some mm-hmm. reason because uh, i don't want to give too many spoilers but alex it's mostly like from the point of view of joseph gordon levitt like what of what he's going through mm-hmm. and then like amber i think she brought up like some years ago where she's like no like he's the one that's wrong and she has no fault at all you know so Mm -hmm. it's it's kind of those movies that makes you think of who's the bad guy who's just overreacting or who's just stupid it's Mm -hmm. but it's it's, an emotional movie yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 
Mm-hmm. I'm just excited because I want her to see, like, it's really beautifully done. Like, just, it's hard to, I'm not, I mean, cinematography wise, it's not, that's, I guess that's not really what I mean. Maybe editing wise, I think that's what I mean. Um, I, it's, it's really done. It's really done very well when it comes to the editing part of it. And, um, just because of the timeline as well is something I'm interested to see if she likes it or not, if it flowed really well. Um, because I think it works for the movie. Um, but yeah, that's just, um, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've been in love with Zoe since I was probably like 18. So I don't think this was the movie that did it for me when I kind of discovered her. I I don't even know what it was. I remember watching her in The Good Girl, and that's a movie with uh, Jennifer Aniston. And she did that way kind of early 2000s. The only reason I watched that movie was because of Jake Gyllenhaal. But she has a really small like part in that movie, but it's so memorable because she's like kind of an asshole, but it, in a, a good way, though. It's it's really funny. Um, but <clears throat> so, Alex, what would you say? What are some things you're curious about at this point? Um, I know like in the last podcast, we've talked about what we know about the movie. Yes. Um, okay. There you go. And so I know the ending. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, if I like remember correctly from just like internet sleuthing, um, is that he ends up with a girl named Autumn. He like goes to another season. I don't know. Might be wrong. <laughs> we'll see. Uh-huh. Um, I think the other thing that I like what Smiley was saying that um, people like have a misconception about this movie because it's told from the guy's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I know that Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character isn't supposed to be likable. Hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Rom-coms, especially like nowadays, I don't really care for them. And, but like I said, I do like Zoe Deschanel. I think it it was never even like a oh I don't like her so I'm not gonna watch this movie um like I just think going back to like roles that she had early in her career like Elf I don't like that movie because I think that she (laughs) I don't think she should have been in that role there we go that was how sad that you say that because that's the movie I discovered (laughs) well I mean I didn't know her when I saw the good girl as an at an age when I shouldn't have been watching that movie but yeah that's the movie and that's funny because I actually really like her in that movie. But yeah, I get what you mean, though. Now, looking back, maybe it could have gone to someone else. But I think it just, I don't know. I guess it still kind of works. I think I also first saw her she was blonde. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I first saw her in the Birch to Terabithia, which I was like a big fan when I was like 12. Uh-huh. And I think 500 Days of Summer, I like her because she has this like vibe of a girl who effortlessly, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Effort. Oh my God! Say that word for me, Lauren. Effortlessly. Yeah, that okay. guys just like her, like, and she's not even trying, and she's she's not yeah. even like the sexiest or curviest or you know leggiest woman. She's just mm-hmm. not even trying, and guys are attracted to her. So yeah. effortless. Effortlessly. Yes. <laughs> I said that's such a weird term. So, yeah. No. Um, uh huh. Yeah. I guess my question is, um. How much of, I don't know, like, how much of this movie is even, like, about her? Or is it all about, like, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character's, like, view of her? I guess the view, his view of her, his character view of her. 
mm-hmm. for most of the movie. I think I would say that, right, Lauren? I think so. Yeah. I think a good question to revisit after we watch it is uh-huh. who do you think the main character is? Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right. Because of the title, given the title and everything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that that was my question. <laughs> I mean, it, it really is shown from Tom's perspective a lot more. But it is good to consider hers. Here's the interesting thing. I mean, when I saw the, when I first saw this movie, I did not have any kind of knowledge of it. So when you watch it more, you kind of understand, hey, look at both sides, you know, and you going into that is already I mean, it's good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I think when I first saw it, maybe I was a little let down. But at the same time, you know, that's life. And that's that's what happens. Um, but it, that's more of a discussion for after watching it. But anyway, yeah, um, I would say, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard to answer right now, unless we want to wait for the whole main character thing. So any other questions? Um, I guess not. <laughs> like, yeah. Go, going into it, I just, I'm thinking of it as like, oh, this is going to be like a, um, basic rom-com. So we'll see how I feel about it on the other side. Yeah, for sure. We'll see if you're happy, sad, or just like, hmm, we, you know, man. But yeah. yeah. And whose side you're on. Yes, okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess and whose side you're on, for sure. That would be interesting to see. Yes, let's watch it. Cool. All right. So, Alex, I'm, <laughs> I don't know why I'm nervous to ask you, but did, okay, I feel like Wait, should we guess? Do you think she liked it? Do you think she didn't like it? I think that's what I'm curious about. Guess. Guess? Okay. This is hard. I can't even figure it out. I was trying to think about it, and I was trying to think about my answer. I think she liked it. Smiley, what do you think? I don't know. Alex is kind of a skeptic. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say she liked it. I'm going to go with that. Okay. All right. Two, she liked it. Amber? I'm going to say Alex is going to say it was stupid. Hmm. But it's probably not what she's gonna say. See, I just, that's just always my first reaction with Alex. <laughs> I I seriously thought that too, and then I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm getting a vibe that she liked it. Okay, Alex, what did you think? Did you like it? Okay, um, my first note was Matthew Gray Goobler. I know. he is like he is the love of my life. Um, I met him last year. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. 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 Um, he came to Austin for a book signing. He was the most loveliest person in the world. And I told him that I loved him to his face. Um, so my life goal <laughs> Alex is... Alex is Tom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's Tom with Matthew Kekuffler. Dude, I wrote Matthew in all caps because I just forgot. Like, I completely forgot. And I was like, I was does like, she know that he's in this movie? Oh my God. <laughs> Did um, you not know? No, I didn't know. What? Who broke something? <laughs> that was Rami. Anyways... Oh. <laughs> Remy, are you okay? I'm not. (laughs) Oh, yes. Sorry. Let me mute. Okay. And I. (laughs) Anyways, back to the love of my life. Mm -hmm. Matthew Craig Goobler. I wanted his part to be bigger because, again, I loved him so, so much. I know. Um, Okay. So, find out my notes. I'm sure I'll come back around to them more. But one of my notes is that this movie is so 2009, it hurts. Oh. <laughs> See, yeah, maybe 2009, Alex, maybe she wouldn't have liked it. <laughs> I don't I, know. I don't know. I think because so let's see. In 2009, I was a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm old. 
<laughs> so I'm so sorry. Um, and <laughs> I think I would have watched it like the way I talked about in Days and Confused, where um, I would have watched it because of all the hype around it, and but I probably wouldn't have understood it. Um, 2020, Alex. Ugh, I can totally relate to the memes that are like, you're supposed to think that Zoe Deschanel is the villain, but really the villain is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie like totally feels like it was made like by a guy and like written by dudes. Mm-hmm. So let me look more into the background. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yes. director is Mark Webb. Yes. Synonymous with my emo phase because Mark Webb did all of MCR's My <gasps> Chemical Romance. I'm so sorry. Like, what do you mean? Like, which videos exactly? He, he did all their videos for the Revenge era. Whoa. Like, he did Ghost of You. Oh, he did Helena. Oh, my God. That's um, the best one. Oh, my he God. Did I'm Not Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. I was like, Mark Webb. I know exactly who he is. He did um, Evanescence, Call Me When You're Sober. He is... Wow. Like, he was is known for his music videos. Yeah. Um, and so this was his feature film debut. Oh, my God. As a director. And now um, that dude's like, come a long way already. Yeah. So I, I can totally see that style of someone who's used to working in like three to four minute um, formats. Yeah. And how he expanded that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Because the movie is a lot of like vignettes happening over like time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Marco, we can come back to that. Um, uh-huh. And then I looked at the writers. Um, it's a team of writers. Oh, okay. Michael Weber and Scott Neustadter. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the writers of Spectacular Now, which is uh. Miles Teller and Shailene Woodley, mm-hmm. um, the disaster artist. Oh, God. Um, paper, <laughs> paper Towns. Uh-huh. Uh, paper Towns and Faults in Our Stars. Um, and so... I could see similarities in this movie with Spectacular Now because uh-huh. that's also a movie that I saw a couple of years back and like I really wanted to like it, but something Aww. about it I just like didn't get there. And it's a dude centric movie. Oh, like, okay. the whole- no, but yeah, that's insane about Mark Webb and the MCR stuff. Wow, that's like I don't know. My mind is blown because that makes so much sense. And um, I've heard of Spectacular Now, but never seen it though. Uh, same yeah I haven't seen it same. I mean should I yeah, I don't know same. it seems cute mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's okay yeah maybe for Miles Teller he's kind of nice I like him but going back to the color thing I don't have my facts up I probably should have set all that up I was looking at some stuff online while I was watching the movie because I felt so cool because I could do two things at once right have it on my one screen and then <laughs> do all these other <laughs> stuff on my other because I've seen it a lot so um I read like something about the color blue. They really made that stand out. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. only have two two like things red. And one of them is that little origami thingy hanging in her apartment. I think there was yeah. a reason for it. I just don't know why, but I I mean my favorite color is blue, so it appeals a lot to me. Also her dresses are all blue. Yes, I've bought yeah. a few blue dresses because of like her style. I even wrote down like two of my favorite outfits she has in this movie because ugh, like her style is, yeah. It's great. It I love is. all her outfits. No, yeah, yeah I wrote that too that mostly her wardrobe is like that blue. sailor light blue or mm-hmm. like grayish colors and I was trying to track it throughout the movie and then I like a big one where I saw that she wasn't wearing like that kind of color yeah. was in that scene where he gets in a fight at the bar, like where oh, she's like yeah. starting to get annoyed by him. So I don't know if that's mm-hmm. kind of like going with how rocky their relationship was going toward the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I, I, 
I didn't Google much. I just like saw it with my own mm-hmm. eyes of like when is she wearing blue, and then mm-hmm. like later on, it, it, I was like, am I just being crazy or looking too much into it, or maybe she just looks blue? She looks good in blue because her eyes are really blue. I yeah. don't know. I, that's what I just picked up on. But in that dance scene with Joseph Gordon Levitt. Everyone's wearing blue. Everyone's yeah. wearing blue. I Every single too. person's yeah. wearing blue. And I'm uh-huh. like, that's nice. Something borrowed something blue. I don't know. Something has to do with being married or love. Yeah, I think so it is. Think about. I think it is love. I don't know if red is the color for love, actually. Because you would think, I mean, you would think it kind of is. But I think, I think that was why he made it blue. It's so crazy to me when film, like, the colors are important. I mean, that's mm-hmm. always the case in David Fincher films, but that's because that dude, like, really, like, he's, I don't know, he's so particular about every detail in the movie when, in the, when it comes to color. Like, that's really hard. I thought, mm-hmm. I don't know, I thought that was so interesting. And it's and after I read that fact, that origami little figure stood out to me so much because it's red and you don't see that color often. You see it twice. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the other time. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember, but... Um, speaking of the dance scene, I read that that was Joseph Gordon-Levitt's favorite scene in the whole movie. <laughs> and I'm he, like, oh. He's an old type of guy, right? Yeah. It, mm-hmm. yeah. He's done, like, dance numbers for, like, shows. Oh, yeah. He oh, actually has a cute yeah. uh, music video with Zoe. Um, yes. she uh, It's a she and him music video, and it's really cute. Like, mm-hmm. he's just so talented. And I'm I'm wondering if, like, it's hard to hate him because he's such a likable actor. That mm-hmm. it makes you like. I mean, Alex, did you hate him? Any any of y'all? Did y'all hate hate him uh, in this movie? Lauren, you're forgetting the main plot point of this movie that you keep saying, like, oh, it has to do with love. This uh-huh. isn't a love. Oh, story. Oh, this isn't a love story, right? This is like, I don't even know, like obsession or like. Because, <laughs> okay, like that's what I'm like. I hate oh. the first time I saw the movie, the bits and pieces of it. I was like, yeah, everybody's right about. Summer, you know, she's a terrible person and mm-hmm. she's blah blah blah. And, but then I saw the whole thing and I was like, oh, that's me. I'm so embarrassed. And watching it again <laughs> was like, it made me cringe so hard. Oh, wow. Because it's just, he doesn't get it. And it's like, it's not his first time. Okay. Because Summer is that chick, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody, like, she's a head turner. She's great. She's cool. You know, she's, she's, I mean, it's like girls want to be friends with her and guys want to be with her. Mm-hmm. yeah you know like exactly that and every when he just brought her up everybody's like oh my god here we go again okay just because she likes the same one thing that you like doesn't mm-hmm. mean that she's the one for you you know type of thing so i'm like oh this guy has a history he just like falls easily in love and then he like locks in you know what kind of remind me of and it's around that same era too is how I Met Your Mother, like Ted Mosby, but like, oh, like yeah. really bad Ted Mosby. Because I oh, like yeah. Ted Mosby. I feel like he's a romantic person. And I guess like Joseph Gordon-Levitt has that, but it's like all this energy is directed at the wrong person. And mm-hmm. so I'm watching it and I'm like, if you look at her like expressions mm-hmm. that I never, I didn't notice before, you know, like he's like when they're at the bar for karaoke night and she's like, oh, like they said you weren't coming. And he's like, you asked if I was coming. <laughs> and she's like, you know, she kind of just like, like she didn't say anything, but she wasn't like, I didn't say I did, but. Yeah. Do you think she was interested you know, like, in him already? I think maybe she was like intrigued. Yeah. I think so yeah. too. Uh, I also wrote down both of them suck. 
But the uh, thing, like, the, my part with her is that she keeps telling him. So, like, he's saying, yeah, I'm okay. Like, this is fine. And she's like, you're happy. We're good. And he's like, yeah. He keeps saying that. And so it just, like, reinforces her, like, okay, well, everything's fine. Then then no one's feelings are going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that was, like, it's so cringy. It's so yeah. bad. Like, when he's uh, on the blind date, you know, and she's yeah. like, um, well. That's, that's where I hate him. So bad. <laughs> oh, he's horrible in that. Like, God, that's ugh. That whole part is so is just so bad because she really brings up good points. Well, she didn't. She already told you she didn't want a relationship, right? And what was the other thing? I'm trying to remember. Um, like, she didn't cheat on you, and she oh, never yeah. took advantage of you. Mm-hmm. She was just honest with you. Yeah, I forgot. What does she tell? What is Zoe Deschanel's character? Um, Summer. Summer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> What does she tell him at the end on the bench? Mm-hmm. When Wait, he's... not yet. Oh, <laughs> too, too soon. Okay, okay fine. <laughs> oh, soon. but you know what I noticed? I made a note. Uh-huh. It was something like, I guess, I don't know, I guess set design? No? Mm-hmm. When they're playing, car- when they're doing karaoke and Tom is up, there is a big old painting in the background of a mermaid. And I thought that was really neat because mermaids are like based off sirens in Greek mm-hmm. mythology. And sirens are... Um, it's been said that they would lure men. They would oh. entice men. Wow, that's an interesting background thing. I didn't really see it when Summer was sinking. Uh, yeah. I was just probably just looking at her. Gosh, she dresses so cute. Yeah, everything. And is her just... hair is amazing. I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's so Zoe Deschanel's hair is just <laughs> Like, I, I mean, like, I. anyways. Yeah, and she's still <laughs> so pretty. She was such a good actress for this role because she mm-hmm. she really fits that ideal. Like she's like Smiley was saying earlier, like she's not like super curvy or like, you know, real model looking. But there's something about her that's really stands out and that mm-hmm. is just so intriguing about her. Man, her hair. Yeah, is amazing. And <laughs> so the outfits I wrote down, I loved her. The dress in Ikea, which I love that scene. And it's so sad to see those side by side. I swear to God. Mm-hmm. It's so sad. Wait, that's where I wrote Alex exclamation. Because I know Alex like, is a big fan of Ikea. Yeah, so like, what do y'all think of like the Ikea date? That's like cute. Oh, that made me really sad. Like it was so <laughs> Because it was so cute. Yeah. Like that was something that like, I'm going to go out with my boyfriend and we're going to go shopping. But then we just start like having fun and like doing stuff like that yeah because like she's like it's fun for her but he's like this is what i want this is what mm. i would love to have to come home and I know. be with summer she's my perfect girl she's my dream girl and like you're pretending great. to be you're pretending and uh, she's like yeah uh-huh, look at this beautiful thing i made and um the yeah. sink doesn't work <laughs> yeah and it's he's so like cute. yeah and i'm like oh See, this I, is I so think bad that- I think that added a lot more to make signals because sometimes make signals can just be like physical contact, like mm-hmm. against sex or like touching hands. Mm-hmm. But that adds more like an emotional connection yeah. that you want yeah. with a person. I know. And when she when she grabbed his hand too when they were walking yeah. in, IKEA. Mm, I love. Okay, Alex is the one that got me obsessed with that place. And going with your boyfriend is like magical. I swear. Not that we pretended that was our home, but it was like God. Look at all this stuff we could do to our apartment. Like you know, we bought our dining room table there. It's kind of sad because it, I mean, it's it's just the it's the perfect place to like imagine that kind of thing. And it's just heartbreaking. Now when I watch it, it's kind of heartbreaking, even though it's cute. Like, I love the, there's a Chinese 
family in our bathroom. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> that part always cracks me like, up. I feel like that is a big step, too, in a relationship. Like, like buying furniture together, picking out furniture, that's like, we're buying furniture together. Yeah. And so, like, going, like, even just, like, window shopping mm-hmm. with a significant other, I feel like that's a big thing because it's not like you're shopping with your friends or looking at, you know, going to Tiffany's and buying something. Yeah. Or, you know, you know what I mean? Like, this is, like, yeah, like you she know, just was the uh-huh. connotation around not having a home together and pretending about it. Yeah, I wanted to go back to where Alex is right now, like first time watching it, because I feel oh, like okay. this is a movie where you need to watch it a couple of times for you to really yeah assess mm-hmm. what what do you think of these characters. So, what did y'all think the first time you watched it? Me as the first time viewer, er- in, everyone. In this... Like okay. I guess I was, I, <laughs> like when I started it off again, I was on his side because I feel like his character in my mind was like his character from 10 Things I Hate About You, but, like, 10 years after graduation. Uh, that's so Totally. Because <laughs> he's, like, still yeah. obsessed with the girl, but now he's, like, more mature and has a job and whatever. Yeah, but, but still obsessed. Yeah. So like, I was, like, okay, like, he's a likable guy, and she's a likable yeah. like girl. Like, again, like, I want to be friends with him, and he's cute and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, I think the first time I watched it, I was like, on his side, like, on his own mind. Like, on mm-hmm. his, you know, on his side again. Um, so what did y'all think, like, the first time you watched it? Um, okay, so like I said, I first time viewing this is 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, I was so annoyed. <laughs> wow, really? Like, I, I think I, I was not, like, super annoyed, but um, I think that's why, like, towards the end of watching it that I put, like, or I started thinking, like, maybe both of them suck. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like I said, like, in the previewing, like, I knew the ending. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that that was like legit the ending scene that I oh, knew. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, where he like asks out another girl and her name is Autumn. So yeah. Like, on to the next season. Um, and on to the next season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of how it is, though. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I did like, I did feel for him sometimes, especially at the ending, like bench scene that Smiley doesn't let me talk about yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Because I could see, like, Summer sending him mixed signals sometimes, es- like, especially in the scene when she shows up at his door, like, oh, af- in, man. like, pouring rain. When she did that, I was like, oh, no. Like, it's it's sad a little bit because it's like, but that's kind of where she decides, like, okay, mm-hmm. let's do this. Let's be in a relationship, right? Um, The conversation is around, like, will Tom ever be happy? And she tells him, like, no one can make you happy. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think the whole movie was like Tom going on the like the journey, figuring out that like he he can't like what if the your perfect person doesn't want you back? Oh, Oof. yeah, I know. Ever oh. it's that, that I think we're done. We're done with <laughs> <laughs> the whole discussion. We're done. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like even um, my husband Matthew Gay Goobler, yeah, um, <laughs> one of his scenes, like in the scene. Um, the like mini film where they talk oh, about love and like I was who's waiting your perfect for someone person. To bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And yeah. Matthew Gay Googler's character is like, well, like, she's my perfect person, but like, he's all really like my perfect girl would probably like look more like this and probably like sports. Like, but mm-hmm. she's better than perfect. And mm-hmm. I'm like, me, you're talking about me. I want to be. <laughs> I want to be. It's all like a character. It's not even him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> side fact: Matthew Gay Googler literally lives in like a castle house. Oh. In I think it's in Los Angeles. I read like an interview that he did 
a few years ago wow. anyways so he's I literally prince charming wow in my notes actually i wrote that he has to me he has one of the best lines in the film because i love how he's just like but she's better than my dream girl because she's yeah, real and i'm like god damn like that guy has found it and it sucks because mm-hmm. i mean i mean he found it i think what middle school they were saying that how well, long they've been like together second grade oh god <laughs> wow See, it's kind of crazy how some people find that person at such a young age, but it takes a while for other people to find them. And I don't know. I just thought that was amazing, like th- that he had that perspective um, mm-hmm. from about that. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. Yeah. The other um, the mm-hmm. other instance where I was like, oh, I don't like Tom. Um, the more I think about it is when, <laughs> when I think it's like after the night that him and Summer like first spend together and he's like all happy skipping down the street and the reflection is um, Han, Solo. Han Solo. I wanted to know what you thought of that. <laughs> I was like, Han Solo. I'm like a huge Star Wars fan. Uh-huh. Um, so that was like funny. But then like you think about it, Han is not like, is not a romantic. Like his oh, response. No. His response to Leia's "I love you" was "I know." Yeah, like, <laughs> Eric tells me all the time. <laughs> I, I think it's because like it's like that's kind of a, who, what a guy wants to look like. I don't know, like a young Harrison Ford, maybe. I thought that was so cute. That was just hilarious. He's really cool, though. Han Solo is like super cool. Yeah. Okay, so like looking again, the first time we saw it, I'm like, "Oh, Tom's so cool." But Tom, Tom's so cool. But then, like Tom, like how he was like ill. Can you imagine people liking this band or like oh. liking that person? And I'm like, okay, I would not like Tom because I'm not into like, I mean, I'm into music overall, but I'm not like super alternative rock or like super 70s or 80s bands, you know, whatever he's talking about. So <laughs> I, I'm not into guys that are holier than thou because they like a certain type of thing and think less of people who like like pop culture or stuff like that oh i know and he was like talking shit about like the what women wear now like i like what you wear it's like come on dude like (sighs) yeah calm down like i i you know now that scene is really cringy um Mm -hmm. because i know you're offended that that guy was like yeah that guy can't be your boyfriend it was just hard to watch because she was like hey you know people like that sort of thing like let people like what they want to like i don't know it was pretty bad uh but yeah and then the whole like standing up for her like did you think that he really did that i mean it was more I like himself. For himself yeah it, it was, was a yeah. cringe moment yeah one of That's the selfish like- moments that you see that stands out and you don't notice it in a, fir- in a first viewing because when mm-hmm. i first watched this movie it was like maybe 2010 we rented it or something and um i mean i i watched it as a viewer that you know just didn't see it i didn't like summer and i, I was like man that's so mm-hmm. shitty like yeah she was honest with it but i think what really messed that up was the whole like she's engaged six months later oh uh, yeah okay so i wrote um i was intrigued because of the engagement ring awesome like, at the beginning. <laughs> so kudos to mark webb yeah um, or and the sorry other like Michael and Scott for, yeah. <laughs> for like writing the screenplay that way um, mm-hmm. because it really did like hook me in and I was like what do you mean like how yeah. did we get there I forgot about the intro with like the like um like the disclaimer and I was like okay this is a movie but then it goes like uh, especially you Jenny yeah that, and then like I, and I was like okay oh this is already a tone we're gonna me. hate women in this movie <laughs> yeah I, uh, <laughs> I know. I read that that was like someone. So I read. Sorry for my cat's tail. Um, (laughs) 
what I read about the script was that 75% of it is from like one of the writers. Like it's their relationship like past. And so yeah. that girl that they name in the beginning was a real girl. That oh shit. And I'm like, can you imagine like, that like doing that to your ex like yeah except you and you kind of like realize oh shit like this is just like a freaking what do the kids call it clap back is that what that's called i don't think it's that's called what shade it is. shade even... the shade one <laughs> we sound so improper <laughs> let me it's... look it up on urban dictionary <laughs> <laughs> like it was like damn dude that's cold but i know people yeah it is so, Alex, something we talked about, I don't know if this is appropriate or I don't know if the timing's right, but um, I wanted to ask you about the editing and how everything was, uh, I wanted to ask you about the timeline. Like, what did you think of it? Like, everything kind of going out of order. Um, did you think it worked well? Is there certain scenes that you liked? Because there are certain ones that are really famous. For instance, the rooftop party scene with the expectations yeah, and reality. Yeah. So that was when I was thinking of like what's my favorite scene. I was like Matthew Gay Goopler, but yeah. then this <laughs> whole like episode is just me like loving him. But then I I started thinking like, but for real, my my favorite scene was probably the reality versus expectations, um, because it played into the twist so well. And mm-hmm. I'm I chose that knowing that probably everyone who watches this movie loves that scene too, just because of the like dual, um, the duels scenes like going on at the same yeah. time mm-hmm. um that's so realistic and, honestly yeah and, and then like i said at the beginning like knowing that it was mark webb who directed this it totally makes sense to have the days go back and forth and have each thing um each day play out the way it did um one thing that we haven't touched on is like chloe grace moret yes i wrote that in my notes young chloe wow i mean did we expect that she's an amazing no. actress even young like man she's mm-hmm. come a, such a long way and that's a really good start honestly because her character was freaking awesome <laughs> yeah this was a year before kick-ass oh wow yeah that's right damn her career is totally not gonna stop and this was like i don't think this was her first film probably not what sign do you all think tom is Oh, God. We don't even know his age, right? No. Uh, yes. Oh, I think like I know who. Oh, 27? Oh. They said that? I, I'm trying to remember. I thought, I thought they said he was, like, he's, they do. late 20s. He's been out of college. Yeah. I think he might be a Libra. Really? Who's I think he's too emotional. So oh, no, 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 no. I mean, mm. I mean Virgo. I think he's a Virgo. So what or is September. that month? August to what? August is September. He's a Virgo. Mm-hmm. Um, I I see the water sign thing. Um, Lauren and I are water signs Yeesh. as Scorpios. Mm-hmm. Um, the like the other person that I could think of um, is this dude I went to high school with. That he, but he's also a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, but yeah. So water signs, I totally see that. We're emotional mm-hmm. beings. Emotional. Yeah, it's true. I would say so. Lauren's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I cry myself to sleep every night. So. Yeah, all the time, <laughs> every night. Should we talk about the bench scene already? Uh, I don't know. Uh, let me see. What else do I have? Lauren, who is your favorite Beatle? Oh, it's Paul McCartney. Why? Oh, because I she likes Ringo. Ringo. <laughs> I actually have been thinking about it a lot lately. And I was trying to think of my order. So it's Paul McCartney, George Harrison, John Lennon, Ringo Starr. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> he's last. Not that he's not great. I mean, happy 80th, uh, you know, belated birthday. He just turned 80. But, like, um, no, he's amazing. I actually want that vinyl he holds up with him and the roses. It's so cheesy. I love it. It's so cute. I'm like, dang, that's such a good album cover. Like, him with roses. Um, speaking of music, um, a couple things. 
Okay, Smiley, I know you can't, I, I know you can't, right? Because you, you brought it up earlier with his whole vibe, right? Because, like, if you're looking on him from the outside and you don't know him, you think, oh, he's, like, so, like, not hoity-toity, like, you know. Um, stuck up. Yeah, stuck up, but in an indie way. And those are the fucking worst. I'm so sorry. Explicit this, whatever. I can't stand it. Mm-mm, no. Here's the thing, okay? I love the Smiths. I love them so much. But to me, they're becoming overrated. Just a little bit. Because they give like this vibe. And I think it's just, it's kind of just, uh, I don't know how to describe it. But seeing it more in movies that are modern, it's like, oh, it's so cool and hip to like the Smiths. It's like, okay. I don't know. See, I, I wrote that I love the soundtrack. Like, that's yes. the first thing. When the movie started, I'm like, okay, that's a great song to start with. And oh. like, I like, None of the songs were like, what the fuck's playing right now? Yeah. <laughs> I like the whole soundtrack. And of course, I like the karaoke version of. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'm proud uh, to be an American. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. Dude, um, his friend is fucking awesome. Holy shit, you're a dude. Yeah, I love his friend so much. Sugar Town. That's the song she's singing. Oh, but yeah. Yes, Proud to be an American is a great one that I think it is. Should Even tonight. his cover of the Pixies. Yeah, his cover of the Pixies was good too. She's like, wow, you're good because he is good. That The elevator scene is really cute though. Like when she's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she's a really cute person. It's really hard not to like her. Um, you know, even at, I mean, we won't get to the bench scene yet. Even at the end, like, you're like, you know, I still like her. Because, like, I didn't hate her. You know who did hate her when they watched it? My brother. My brother (laughs) cannot stand this movie. Yeah, I I think this movie is definitely made for guys who felt wronged Mm -hmm. by someone, (sighs) by their dream girl, who, to the dream girl, like, they weren't the dream boy. Yeah. Um, but they got their I, feelings real hurt. See, I saw yeah. it with my brother too. Like mm-hmm. he he saw it for oh, the first yeah. time with me when I rewatched. Oh right, yeah. And I think I'm, I'm just gonna go back to the. I'm gonna go into the bench scene. Okay, let's do. <laughs> oh, like he was mad at Zoe. I mean at Summer, and uh, he like said the word bitch like five times, <laughs> and like shaking his head and shaking his head. Like we need to but, teach him. Yeah, but then when like the conversation <laughs> rolled into like. Mm destiny and fate yeah. he was like his got all warm and everything <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so mm-hmm. i think like just a reason i watch this movie like at least every summer just to be cheesy mm-hmm. is because i'm uh, i'm a sucker for like fate and destiny stories oh i and, know like you know being there at a specific time and talking to someone on a specific day like that yeah. makes a movie for me yeah Okay, so what she explains to him about, like, you know, fate and destiny, it was kind of sad that he was just like, oh, it's all bullshit. Like, you know, you ever, like, Mm -hmm. when he, just, like, the fact that he realized that everything believed in was all bullshit, it was kind of heartbreaking to see that. And it's like, dude, come on. Like, I I really hope that when guys do watch this movie, it's, uh, it's, I feel like it's fogging them of what it really means. Like, Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, you know, he lost his dream girl. He was madly in love with her. and She really sucks. But. Uh, that's that's not what it should be. I don't know. See, hold up, Lauren. I okay. think guys are <laughs> mad. I think guys are mad. Zoe Summer is acting like a guy toward mm, a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, she's a dude. Exactly. Yeah. That's like, so true. Yeah. Because it sucks. I mean, hey, I, 
You know, I think some girls do that. I'll, I'll I don't know. Finish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Man, there was something I was going to bring up about the whole bench scene, and I I just completely forgot it. Darn she, it. Like, she said something that I can't remember, but... Mm-hmm. She just woke up and she knew. Oh, when she's watching The Graduate? Is that The Graduate? And she's just crying in the movie theater. I'm like, she's having her moment. Yeah. I wanted I to ask, that. have y'all seen that movie? No. No. I've never seen it either. But I've heard, like, <laughs> explanations of that ending, that last scene, because he's, like, taking her away from a, from a marriage that she shouldn't have even, like, considered. I don't know the details, mm-hmm. but I think it's the daughter of Mrs. Robinson, is what I know, is that mm-hmm. was that woman that he's sitting next to on the bus. And they're like, yay, like, you know, we just ran away from this wedding. Oh, my God. I mean, I can imagine that's a lot of adrenaline. But then they look mm-hmm. forward, and they're like, holy shit, like looking into the future of the unknown of their relationship and it's mm-hmm. kind of scary and when mm-hmm. she was crying to that i feel like i don't i don't know i, I don't i've never seen the movie but i mm-hmm. feel like i've heard that somewhere and i was kind of sad that she was crying at, about it because she was kind of in a position she didn't want to be in and mm-hmm. the future was wasn't bright what were you what were y'all's thoughts on the bench scene at the end so gutted for Tom, even though I like he was not a character that I was like rooting for. Yeah. Um, like I said, I was like, oh, they both suck. I totally could see like his like pain when he's like, how can you like, like he's like, but you danced with me. And she's like, well, he yeah. hadn't asked me the question yet. And he's like, well, like he was still in your life. Yeah. Which like that totally makes sense. And so that's why I think I like the um, reality versus expectation scene so much because I was like, I wasn't really paying attention and then I saw the ring and I was like <gasps> and I like rewinded it <laughs> like what the heck I love that you didn't expect that honestly because it is kind of a big surprise and I think that's what makes her seem so bad is that yeah I don't believe in love I don't really want a, a relationship right now I don't mm-hmm. even want to talk I don't want to be open and talk about past relationships you know, like, I've just, you know, I don't, I don't, I just want to have fun with you. Cause she's always like, you're so fun. And I like you. You're so fun. And I think he just, he just made her happy. She, she really just wanted a good time. And I guess she just didn't feel that thing that, that she felt with, um, this, this other guy. And it was just, uh, it, it was just sad. Oh, man. I think it's a good scene. Cause it's like always a hard conversation to have as to why something didn't work out and to hear that it was you. Yep. Oh, I know. And I think that's why an audience sympathizes with Tom as to, like, he is a good guy. Poor him. Mm-hmm. Poor Andy. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good movie. But, yeah, it's, it's, I think that's that's what hooks people to think that Tom's the victim in mm-hmm. all this. Because he's the one that's being, I guess, officially, officially broken up with. And here's why. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's, like, a place where a lot of people had been for and like you just think of the person who's not heartbroken is the one who's the bitch or mm-hmm. the asshole amber what did you think about it i mean the first time i watched the whole movie that was the first time i had i saw that scene mm-hmm. and so you know i i feel bad for tom but he was already like scorned you know he had lost hope in everything and he just blamed summer and you know, because she didn't want him. But not only that, she was engaged. Yeah. And she got married, you know? And so, like, that that really hurt. And 
I feel for him because for his character because she tells him I wasn't that for you mm-hmm. and she knows it you know like she knows it but then it's also really nice because she's like I woke up and I knew and she has a love a great love story she was reading Dorian Gray mm-hmm. eating lunch and this guy comes up to her and she's like what if I had never gone out to lunch what if I was you know what if I had arrived 10 minutes later or 10 yeah. minutes earlier what if I had decided to go see a movie I would have never met him and she tells such a great love story too and mm-hmm. I'm like that's nice and she tells him like it's because of you you told me you kept telling me that love is real and it is and she's like a believer now yeah and so she seems happy and so I like that she has that now yeah you know because she does seem really like yep I'm married. Yeah. And, but also, like, she asked him, like, are you okay? Yeah. You know, like, because they were, you know, before everything started going downhill, you know, they did have fun, music, and, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out and stuff. So, mm-hmm. worked at a greeting it, card place. <laughs> I know. You know what I noticed also? Like, why are these guys in these movies have, like, really high expectations of women, like her? Mm-hmm. Like, Joaquin Phoenix. So, isn't he also at a like, greeting card company? Or he wrote, he wrote letters for something. Oh, in her, in her, he w- you know. he wrote letters for other people. Like he there wrote, he wrote like it was like this futuristic thing where you get mm-hmm. a company to write, not just a card, but an actual like letter, sentimental, letter. personal letter. And mm-hmm. that's so funny how you bring that up because the two could like do have a kind of a lot in common in the sense that they're both like trying to find the words for other people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's like a little thing. That was also really sad. Like, mm-hmm. because that's what he wanted. He wanted to end up with her, you know, but he's, I, you know, like leading up to the bench part, like the part that I always liked, even when I had only seen pieces of it was that he like got up one day after being really sad and at his lowest point, he erases, you know, the chalk wall on his room, the chalkboard wall. And he starts like going after what he wants, what he wants to yeah. do, you know, what he wants, how he wants to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I was going to bring that up. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think I was going to ask y'all like what y'all's favorite scenes were because on. Okay, so rewatching it again, it's been like the millionth time. It's the getting over it because I think after a breakup, it's it's the hardest thing to just to move on. But, but you find yourself and you become independent and you feel like you feel powerful even though you feel like you you were you know you lost at something like you just like okay. you suffered this big loss yet you're going out and finding yourself and what you want and and the possi- the possibilities are endless and you're just like wow this is amazing like i i really liked um watching him like kind of moving on and and trying quitting his job and mm-hmm. uh going after what he really wants um instead of just you know being at the same place and so yeah i i think that's um kind of my new favorite part of the film the film i actually really love the beginning sequence like when they get together when he's like dude she's like not like she's a bitch whatever <laughs> <laughs> she didn't talk to somebody in the copy room. Well, I was like, oh, okay, it's work, y'all. I mean, he did overanalyze it so much, like the whole. Oh my god, it yes. was good. You know what the worst part for me was? Uh-huh. Was when he was like, I asked her how her weekend was, yeah. and it's the elevator. Like it was good, and he was like, she had sex with a guy probably over the weekend, the guy from the gym, and I'm like, whoa. I am not good at small talk, and so I probably would have, like, yeah, I would have been like, it was fine. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it, and imagine you, somebody saying like, Alex had a great weekend because she did all this stuff that intentionally that hurt me. Like, <laughs> I know. Dude, it was already sounded like he, she was already messing him up. Oh, mm-hmm. like, oh, bitch, whatever. <laughs> I'm just like, damn. That was extreme. It was really extreme. That was, that was my least favorite part. I was like, oh, I really don't like Dom right now. Like, yeah. For real. Um, do you guys have any favorite quotes? No, I think mine is, is the, the, the quote Matthew Gray Gubbler says about her being real. Um, but other ones I have to think about that. But what are yours? Um, my first one was, no, I'm Sid. Oh Ooh. my God. Where it's like, <laughs> Sid stabbed Nancy with like seven times. Like, I would never do that to you. And she's like, no, like, you're Nancy. I'm Sid. Mm hmm. Um, what does she say when he walks away? Like, uh, what did she say? I'm trying to remember. I still want to be friends, friends. or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's like the last thing you should probably say. But at the same time, I mean, that's really how she felt. Uh, what's oh, your second no. one, Alex? <laughs> my, my other one is um, is the poem. Just roses are red, violets are blue. Fuck you, whore. Oh, I know. <laughs> man. Yeah, that's what I wrote for the greeting card. I know. That's all he wrote. Like, maybe you should, like, work in sorrow. Like, oh, sympathy and sorrow. He's like, it'll be good. It's good for you. Yeah, it would be good for you. <laughs> Did you suffer a loss in your family? God damn, that was dark, right? Because he yeah. just looked horrible. Like, a horrible mess. Like, oh, man. Like, all the transitions from, like, when he was happy to when he was sad. I like, I think, I feel like even the colors kind of grayed when they were just, like, mm-hmm. not working out. Though they weren't as bright. I mean, they're oh, really dull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the um, the title card that shows you what day they're on um, progressively gets darker. That's right. I actually wrote down mm-hmm. like so five hundred days. What is that? So three hundred sixty-five days in a year, plus another. I can't do the math right now. Like two two hundred? No, maybe two, like one hundred and forty, thirty, something like that. Almost yeah. two years. Almost two years? So, I or a year and like, a half? A, I would say a year and a half. Right? Or a year like, and a quarter? Can you tell that we all have, like, comms? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't do math. We're not mathematicians. We this do isn't... not do math. We never said we were. For some reason, I paid attention to the dates, and it was... So he met her on January 8th. Interesting yes. that he met her at the beginning of the year. And then they got together at day 31. So you're looking at February. Wow, they probably got, t- got together on Valentine's Day. Or, like, hooked up. In a sense, which I'm sure is like a is a huge deal in the greeting card, you know, company. Um, I I, I don't really they don't have a. Oh, May twenty third is day five hundred, so that was. Oh yeah. Okay, so um, that's when they're at the bench. Isn't that mm-hmm. kind of ironic? That's like the last day of her. Is it because he meets that chick the same day, or yes, is it because there was probably. closure? Okay, yeah. You know, I mm-hmm. have to give him credit for at least saying, "Hey, you know, I'm." I'm actually I'm actually happy for you. Like I am I really am happy for you. I was like, oh okay, that's nice. I feel like they needed to put that in there because otherwise you're just like Yeah. These people suck. Exactly. <laughs> no, you know, okay, so we we mentioned this in our group uh message about about that tweet that went kind of viral a little bit about, you know, the the meme right now, the movie villain, the actual villain, right? And mm-hmm. so it was summer and then Tom is the actual villain. What are y'all's thoughts on that? And I thought it was interesting. I love that Joseph Gordon-Levitt just totally was like, oh, yeah, you know, for sure. What, what, what did his tweet say? 
Um, I can't remember, but I know someone had posted the video that he had done an interview about, like, why Tom is, like, actually the bad dude yeah. in the film, um, which seems like such a Joseph Gordon-Levitt thing to do because he's such a great guy. I <laughs> know. Guys, I approve this message. There Little we ice. go. Little eyes, my favorite emoji. And she retweeted it, actually, uh, Zoe. So, um, yeah, I thought that was so funny. I was reading the comments, too. How funny. And I, I, someone had commented, uh, love is the actual villain. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> another one was like, dude, when you think um, about it, they're both a villain, which brings yeah, you back, <laughs> which, brings, which brings you back to what Alex said about how they both suck. Smiley, what's your favorite quote? My favorite quote, I wrote it down. It's, uh, I've never told anybody that before. That yeah. one was like a contender for my favorite scene. I think that was one of the, like, it goes with the Ikea, like, an emotional bond that it makes him think, oh, my God, this is going somewhere. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. What did, I love that whole, like, you know, he was just um, seeing it happen, like, uh, like the walls coming down, and it, and he can tell that she hadn't been open like this before. I love her apartment, by the way. God damn. It's a studio, I think. great apartment. Yeah. It, oh, I, yeah. It, was a studio. it took me a while to realize that we were in L.A., I don't know why. Yeah. It, it, I was going to ask what city like, we were in. I was like, oh, this is New York, right? I I think when they started, like, seeing this. I don't remember what part it was. It was when they're at the bench the first time, I think, when he's like, oh, and that's L.A.'s oldest skyscraper. And I'm like, yes, oh, yes. shit. So they're in L.A.? I was, I thought they were in New York the whole time. I got that vibe, you know, after the karaoke bar. It was like yeah. L.A. But I mean, I mean, it was New York, but I guess it's L.A. Uh, I just wanted to go back to what uh, Lauren had said about going back to of Summer's Room because what I thought was really interesting mm-hmm. I actually really like the part there's two scenes I have two favorite quotes and then I have two favorite scenes okay and they're like not the bench and the I really like the expectation um, versus reality but I think like the part that I like to see because it tells a lot about Summer I think mm-hmm. it does is when he first when she invites him over to her place and none of her stuff is unpacked and they're on day 100. Yeah. Yes. She's been there I for over 100 that. days. All her stuff is packed. All her stuff is hasn't even been hung up. All her frames. Her yeah. shoes are still in a box. So like that just tells me like I was like, oh, like she doesn't pack a lot of stuff. She's not good at unpacking. Yeah. You know? I oh, don't know there we that go. That could go into unpacking feelings, but also like she's like, I moved here because I wanted to do something different. Like she yeah. can also just pick up and leave because she has no attachments. She didn't have attachments to her hair and it's beautiful. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even you know? like with her, do you think the whole effect of her parents' divorce could have something to do with it? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I possibly. used to say like, well, like my parents are divorced, mm-hmm. but whenever they would argue and stuff, I was like, oh, I'm going to get married. I'm just going to get dogs. I'm going to city i'm gonna write <laughs> children's books and i would always tell my dad that and he would get like so like i mean i don't do that mm-hmm. now amber's a cat person yeah amber's <laughs> the only one with um whose parents had a healthy relationship growing up <laughs> when you think so about it that's so true <laughs> she doesn't have that emotional scarring um no. amber's like a unicorn in our <laughs> friend group <laughs> Most marriages end in divorce. It's kind of true. It is. It is. It is. It is, though. Oh, but, but like when she invites him, she's like, come over to my party. Like she very deliberately invites him over to a party. Yeah. And her house or her place looks amazing. Oh, I know. I like, so it's so cute. cute. She has it all rearranged and stuff. And I'm like, <gasps> you know, because then you learn that she's been dating this other guy. Yeah, it could be the new guy. Yeah. That she's got like, her to open I'm up. make a home. Yeah. Because this you know. is where I'm at now. Like, yeah, I didn't even think of that. So comfortable. Yeah, I was like, I like those two scenes because it shows her transition, too. 
Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be interesting to see her side. Obviously, people talk about you need to look at it from her side and this and that. I would mm-hmm. love to see her side. Um, yeah. Just because like the you movie. See, yeah, exactly. And like how she, you know, her whole thing, her whole like, uh, you know, thoughts on Tom and then just kind of transitioning and meeting him, meeting that whoever mm-hmm. the guy is. I always think it's heartbreaking when, you know, he's sitting on the bus. It was It's another side by side shot and she's getting married. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just um, it's it's interesting when um, so I've had an ex that got married and I just sat there mm-hmm. really fast. Also, kind of fast. But I, you know. we all felt that it was fast. Are you talking about summer? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about people. OK, well, um, <laughs> and like him having a normal Saturday, you know, and he's just there riding the bus and just going through it. Obviously, I don't think he knows what day it is, like, that she's getting married literally at that moment. And it just, oh, man, it makes you think. And, I mean, I guess I've sort of been in that position where I've just sat there and I'm like, whoa, like, he got married today. Like, that's insane, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But it, it's it's not bad. I mean, it's it's great. It's, you know, it's life. It's what happens. Uh, you meet people, you move on. But I yeah. just, I don't know. I Part of me kind of, my heart breaks a little bit at that part because that's, yeah. because you know, her life's changing and he's just on the bus and, you know, and they just ended. It was pretty fast, but I don't know. I guess when it's right, it's right. You know, you mm-hmm. never know. You never know. Yeah. What's uh, I've had this... a similar feeling? Yeah, a similar situation. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. Amber's like, I don't want to have therapy. <laughs> I don't want wanna... <laughs> to I'll just cry spontaneously in front of my friends because I did that to Smiley. I cried on the way. I don't know where we were driving back from and I just started crying. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just I think Wrecking Ball was playing on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> That's what was in it. Like a stupid song and I'm like, I can't do this. This is my, this is happening. I had my breaking point. Mm-hmm. But it was think... like the same thing. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like, like, don't really know how to feel about it, but there's some type of feeling. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what were your? So you had oh two uh-huh. quotes. Oh, two quotes. <sighs> okay. The thing that you never want to hear. The 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 sentence. What are we doing? What are we? Yeah. I know. <laughs> That's what I know. you never want to hear because that question comes up. It's like, oh. That's trouble. So I really like that because that is something that people say. Uh And that is something that comes up in like relationships that are like, you haven't really had that talk yet. Like straight out, like boyfriend and girlfriend Mm -hmm. or it may be like them. They have had it. Right. But they keep going because Tom isn't very um, honest with how, of how he feels. Yeah. And it's probably because, I mean, I understand because he's probably thinking like, well, I don't want, I would rather have summer in my life than none at all. Yeah. You know, it's like hurting him. So I really like that, that part. And it, I like it because it's so relatable. It is very relatable. You know? Like he's putting himself in that position, even though like he kind of knows that answer and he doesn't ask it. At, and then he mm-hmm. does at a certain point because they've already been seeing each other for a while. You do mm-hmm. ask, well, what's going on? Like, you know, what yeah. are we doing? Because obviously one one person will see that other, you know, like, hey, I mean, I really like you. I think we should make this official. But mm-hmm. one person may not. And even though she was, yeah, she was up front like, hey, I don't really want anything serious. And it's like, oh, that's already red flags. Like mm-hmm. if you're looking to fall in love because he really does believe in it. Yes. 
that should already be a sign, but it's hard for him to stop because of how much he really likes her. So it's really relatable because that happens in a lot of situations. And yeah, that is such a difficult part of a relationship. That question. My God. I was like, (laughs) the other one was like those vignettes. Mm-hmm. When the, I don't know, I guess the manager, whoever at the car company, he was talking about his wife, like, oh, we've been together so many years. She's a light that brings me home. And I was like, oh, that's nice. But then he says, um, someone, someone else wrote it, but it doesn't make it less true yes. or something like that. And I was like, <laughs> yes, that yeah. is one of our greeting cards. <laughs> <laughs> I loved him as the boss. He's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget. I don't know his real name, but I know he's real famous in the Marvel universe. And yeah. Um, yeah but he's he's an awesome um awesome actor um but yeah that's that shit's hilarious and he got the curse word in a pg-13 movie so there you go yeah (laughs) oh i got kind of annoyed with his sister i'm like why is she driving okay i thought they were in seattle i don't know obviously we don't know where any of these cities look like (laughs) i know it was kind of maybe a like a weird vibe of different kinds of cities yeah i'm like they're in seattle i guess i don't know like i'm just out at the beginning where where she's on her bike and mm-hmm. like she, it's a, it's at night they're in a city why is she going all the way who knows where to go take care of her brother because he's breaking dishes oh shit i know because he's throwing a tantrum <laughs> i'm like what kind of brother is that his baby sister oh, i geez. know it's, what i got from that was when she when they say oh it's blah blah all over again mm-hmm. so it's like he's just an obsessive guy that tried to force things to happen. It's kind of sad how his little sister has to come to the rescue. Yeah. But she's so and she's so much smarter. Yeah. She's very mature. Yeah. But she's also I mean, she's super cool. Mm -hmm. Like little sister. She's like giving him advice about love and she's like I know because she's been through it already. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, this and that, this and that. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. It's, It's so funny when like all my friends think you're super cute. I wonder, I feel like that's happened to my friends because my brother's like four years older than me. I'm pretty sure they were, I think anybody that was like around like, oh man, your brother's so cool. And I'm like, I guess, right? And then, <laughs> and I, I, I feel like there, some of my friends probably had a little crush in him. I don't know. But I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't give him love advice or anything like that. <laughs> it doesn't get to that level. Um, and the age difference is huge for them because it's not like a mm-hmm. stepsister. It's like an actual, like his sister. I did notice when Alex was saying, like, this movie is so 2009, like, Tom's shoes. I'm like, oh, he has those Pumas. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you know those Pumas? With yeah. The, with the with stripes. The stripe. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything that he wears, like, a dress shirt with... Skinny tie. With, like, with a hoodie. Oh, I know. And, uh, <laughs> this is very... <laughs> also, when I, like, figured out that it was LA, I was like, is it because like in Texas it's like a hundred over a hundred degrees now. Yeah. Um I'm like, what is the weather like in LA that Do they we can wear, wear hoodies? Yeah, they can wear hoodies all year That's round. That's what I was thinking of like, is it Chicago? Because I just think architecture and yes. then also wearing a light sweater in May or June. Yeah. You know? That that can happen, know. yeah. Or even yeah, like like ever since Seattle. Like I mean that we- you know, that weather's kinda like that over there. California weather is like year round. It's like really nice, like sev- like in the seventies. Like yeah. when I went to San Diego, LA, mm-hmm. you, oh my goodness, it was in two thousand eleven. Oh wow, that was so long ago now. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm not gonna talk about my age. Um, <laughs> but when we went over there, and we went, you know, it was in the summer. It was like a couple. It was in July, mm-hmm. and we 
to clothes that we would wear in the summer because shorts, you know, tank tops, you know, or halter tops, sandals, Mm -hmm. toms. And we were so cold. We had to buy sweaters. We had to buy sweaters because at night it was like 58 degrees. And I was like, Hmm. it's so cold and it's July. And then we went, we got up early one day. And my cousins were like, it's so hot. It was 88 degrees. When they go to, when they come to Del Rio, they are just like so hot because it's like 110 degrees. Mm -hmm. There is no clouds in sight. Yeah. And they are just like, they start melting and over there we're just like freezing. But we had to buy sweaters. Like, Hmm. and I was even like, do they sell sweaters right now? Because I'm like, they don't sell sweaters. Yeah. (laughs) I know, not here. Yeah. They're like, no, it's like this all the time. And, like, fun fact, and I don't know if this is true for everyone, but, like, my aunt and uncle, they don't have central AC. It's not necessary. Whoa. Because it's nice all the time. Can you imagine that? We would die. Exactly. Like, can you imagine that? I don't know if anybody who's listening is from California, but we're just dreaming. Yeah. It's it's hot, y'all. It's really hot. I was dying today. at the beginning of a major heat wave. It's going to suck. I know. Smiley's, like... What was it, your snap or your story? 129. Ooh. I was like, damn. What? Yeah, it's like, talk heck? about 500 days of summer. That's, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> I know, seriously. It's hot like all the time. November. Yeah, it really will be like this till, till, now, till then. So, Alex, would you would you buy this movie or would you rent it? What do you think? Um, I think I would rent it. Okay, so you wouldn't own it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I would own it. Okay, so like, not- I feel I feel so sad saying that because I know it's one of Lauren's favorites. <laughs> I mean, it's not my ultimate favorite. It really isn't. I mean, I watch this movie every once in a while. It's it's not um all the time. Not because I don't like it. I do love it. I love Zoe so much. She's like my favorite person in the whole wide world. I used to like freaking any magazine cover she was on. I'd buy it no matter what. Do I read Home Garden? No, but she's on it. Okay. <laughs> You know, I I loved her so much. I fell in love with she and him. I think it was this movie. I don't I don't know if it was this movie, but um, I, it was probably Yes Man really that brought me because I think those are two, those two are kind of close together. But yeah, I I think this was kind of where I discovered her, and I just fell fell completely in love with her, just like Tom did. But I think so so did everyone else. I mean, she's a she's super cute and she's very quirky, and I think that's what made her perfect for New Girl. But you know, um, it's so they see. I I loved also the Entertainment Weekly um, article they did. I think it was like ten years later, the ten year anniversary of of the movie, mm-hmm. and the photo shoot's super cute. So is the video, but um, I think they kind of do cool. talk about like kind of the outcome, like what people have thought over the years, and people are seeing like that other side and kind of opening their eyes to what the film actually means. Even though I'm like, is the director writers like? Are they like kind of not not I don't say attacking women, but are they like kind of not on the side of the girl who breaks their heart? Like, do you still see it that way, or they or were they intentionally like trying to make you look at another side of it? I think um, because there's so much, like there's so many rom coms that have like a girl at the center of them, right? And this was like a different take to show like. What goes on in, like, a guy's head. But let's package it as a rom-com. So mm-hmm. I, I felt duped. <laughs> Is it packaged as a rom-com? Because it's not I, that funny. 
Uh, <laughs> I it thought it was like Roman penis. Candy. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a okay, oh, that's uh, IMDB. There Oh man. Um, their description is an offbeat romantic comedy. Oh. <laughs> about a woman oh. who doesn't believe true love exists and the young man who falls for her. Oh. Hmm. That summarizes it up pretty much. Yeah. There's just so much of this movie. And it's it's kind of crazy yes. that people are bringing it up now, you know, like um still it's it's very impactful um mm-hmm. so alex would you watch it again would you watch it again for to kind of get more of it or would you like mm, one and done it's so hard to like i don't think of this movie like i said that it was like it's so 2009 mm-hmm. um and so that's why i think it's i'm a little standoffish around it i don't think that i would watch it alone i've noticed that like my um my tendency to watch movies now like i stray away from romantic comedies i would rather watch like i guess suspenseful movies i don't know i just mm-hmm. don't want to feel <laughs> <laughs> so would, would you say you wouldn't watch like modern like maybe 2000s rom-coms or would you like you know i guess the newer ones or would you say like just all of them in general like that's not really a genre you look forward to or get excited about or anything like that i don't think it's a genre that i get excited about now but Mm -hmm. like like individually i don't get excited about it um but if it's with like a group of friends i would totally like watch this like with you guys again yeah um or like a movie like this Mm -hmm. um i also think like because we've been like oversaturated in like superhero movies the past like couple right. of years and like huge franchises like star wars like i think star wars took all my energy from me uh-huh. and like towards the end avengers and so now i'm just like trying to which is why i like i like this podcast so much because mm-hmm. it's forcing me to watch movies right um that like i've never seen before or like mm-hmm. i'm excited for someone else to see mm-hmm. um and it i'm like all cheesy but like i want to like fall in love with movies again right and and not just think of them as like oh i need to contribute to like this box office record and so what like what this like pandemic has done is like completely obliterate obliterate like the summer blockbuster oh yeah um, because totally yeah. it's probably and like i'll probably talk about it more like on next the next episode right so excited about um, <laughs> which is like weird because it's another movie that i've never seen right but yeah so so being able to watch like movies in different genres and this one being like a romantic comedy that has like two people at the center mm-hmm. versus days and confused which was our last episode that had mm-hmm. like no main character and it was an ensemble which was great to watch yeah um but yeah i think my like i'll watch it again um if you guys like if lauren is like hey guys i want to watch 500 days of mm-hmm. summer do we want to watch this instead of the parent trap for the thousandth time <laughs> um, which is one of our like go-to movies right weird right because um, it's so fun it this is. one's not fun but it's it's what it's you know it's rewatchable the thing is is like i i mean i was in love with this movie but it's not like my favorite movie of all time i mean i have to say it's not in my top 10 honestly <laughs> It's really I, it isn't. And I know it's because I love Zoe Deschanel so much, but that's it's not the I mean, and it's be, and this movie is beautifully done. I really I think just something I admire about it so much is the color, the editing, everything. I love that's my favorite like aspect of this film. 
and of course the outlook of it um on on you know well not really love but what you think love is i guess an interpretation of love uh because there's so many versions of it but yeah this movie wouldn't i wouldn't say is my top 10 but i do love it a lot um i guess maybe like when i saw it like in 2010 i was 19 you know maybe i would have been like oh my god i love this movie so much like yeah maybe but now it's like you know smiley what do you think i agree it's not in my top 10 Mm -hmm. but i do love it a lot where i like make it a thing for me to watch it at least once or twice a year Mm -hmm. so i think i would buy it especially now that i see that it's like about around eight dollars or something so it's not a big deal uh so it's yeah, I would buy it, but it's again, it's not something I would revisit a lot because again, it's not a happy movie. It isn't. <laughs> uh, so it's just like it's just a movie that makes me think, and I don't know. I just make it a ritual to watch it at least once every year during the summer or something like that. Yeah. But again, it's a great movie. I just didn't feel it with it <laughs> to fall in love with it. And... Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it is pretty sad. Did it okay? So like you know how like you weren't expecting the whole autumn thing to happen at the end. What did you think of it though, Alex? Like, did you kind of like that? Did you think it was clever, or, like kind of cute, or not, or just like hmm, okay? I oh, so like knowing that it was gonna happen, I was mm-hmm. like, hmm. Um, I didn't like know that it happened like right at the end. I'm pretty sure I like spoiled it for myself because I came like when I would read BuzzFeed like so much. It mm-hmm. was probably on one of those lists that oh like, right, no spoilers, and I just spoiled it for myself I did um, the same. but but like um like all these criticisms is not to say that it's like a bad movie um uh, i like i appreciate how different it is and again love mark webb um yeah and like i thought casting was great i think the like i think what like what they did so right was like the whole aesthetic of the movie and like amber talking about the scenes um i think they're great and i think because the movie tells you at the beginning that this isn't a love story. It is like it definitely is what it tells you. It's like, it is what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, do you think that that he ends up with Autumn? You think he's different? No. <laughs> what Autumn made me think is like, damn, he has like super high expectations. <laughs> Like for women, like, I know. Autumn's also so perfect. She's like, oh hi, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she's got like the really beautiful face, the really soft spoken voice. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. funny, and she's I'm the like, also yeah. architect. Yeah, yes. that's like the only thing that he knows about her is like so oh, far, a girl that that knows that that knows um, that has something in common with me. Like mm-hmm. it's not this time. It's not the Smiths. It's we both. It's are architects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what that reminds me of? Huh? Of Sex in the City. Burger. Ooh, no. Oh, the worst. The competition. I know. I don't know. Ooh, he's the worst. Fuck Burger. That post-it. Look it up. Oh, look it up. Alex, look it up. Those are like, I, that's probably like my favorite episode. Oh, really? The, that episode and the one that happens right afterwards. I'm trying to think of the one that happens afterwards. Where they talk about the, po- I think the episode is actually called like the post-it sticks twice or something like that. Oh, uh-huh. Dang. Or it doesn't stick twice. And I'm like, ooh. Ooh. Like the fallout. It's great. But if you watch that, then you'll know like why I reference it to like Tom meeting Autumn at a job interview. They're both interviewing for the same position. One of them's going to get it. Or maybe they both will get it. I don't know. 
Yeah. But you never know. But they're supposed to be like, we have something in common. And yeah. I mean, sometimes that works out, but sometimes like couples having like the same career and stuff, like comp- competition and they. It, it could be. On, oh on man, person. with Burger, yeah, that was hardcore. <sighs> that was hard to watch. I wonder if they would have the same problems, Mo- mm-hmm. like money and fame and success. Ego, ego, definitely some bigger than others. Oh my god, mm-hmm. getting horrible flashbacks from that. But yeah, no, that that's a really good comparison that could, <laughs> to their future that could possibly happen. But I don't know. I guess mm-hmm. you 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 seem hopeful because you you. Mm-hmm want to like tom i guess I at least know. he moves on he like has faith or not oh my god not faith he has enough i guess hope yes and there's like that, that like, sliver makes him go back yeah, to her and exactly. says hey like you want to you know hang out or you know have coffee yeah because you know mm-hmm. the narrator's going on about how you know there's no such thing as fate it's all just coincidence mm-hmm. and um yeah would you say this is a good Destiny movie? What do you think it's more... I don't know if it's about fate, but... I think it's a good growing movie. I, growing, that is why yes. I don't want to see it again. Because when... I, I mean, I'll <laughs> see it if, like, y'all are like, hey, let's watch 500 Days of Summer. I say, okay, let's get some drinks and we'll watch it. Yeah, we'll watch it. We'll talk you know, throughout the whole thing. We'll and, talk. We'll and, comment. We'll make fun of stuff. Yeah. But I won't watch it by myself because, like, even watching it before we record it, I'm like, oh, my God. It was so cringy for me because I was Tom at one point. Yeah. And so seeing it, I'm like, oh, no. Like, maybe not to the extreme. I wasn't breaking dishes. I wasn't yelling at people. Yeah. You know, but I was, like... Yelling on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, those kind of things, like, hanging, you know, hanging on to somebody who Mm -hmm. doesn't want to be with me, but they're with me. We're hanging out. You know, we're doing stuff. We're having uh, fun, you know. Yeah. You know, going out in public and stuff like that, but we're not like going on dates. We're just right. like, you know, like those little things that they're doing, like they're walking around the record store, like kind of thing. Like they're not going on dates. They're just yeah. It's not like a sit down dinner. They're hanging out yeah. at home. They're, they're not watching porn and reenacting it. I mean, you yeah. know, <laughs> you, you know, know, they're just kind of like hanging out and whatever. Yeah. Um. So that's why I'm like, oh, watching it all, just like, I'm like. So embarrassed. It's yeah. <laughs> so I feel like, but it, but it's uh-huh. like you know, like watching it as an more an adult. I don't know, an older adult. Um, that has to happen though, like because you grow from it, you learn mm-hmm. from it, you understand what love isn't. There we go. And, mm-hmm. and consent, even kind of like she didn't say like we're in a relationship. She's like we're me and you, and we have fun. Yeah, yeah. fun. You know, yeah. I never said I was your girlfriend. I never said you're my boyfriend. You know, and being honest and communication, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like looking back at myself, like, you know, 2011, 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the years go on. <laughs> you know, like, that's almost 10 years ago. Yeah. And so it's like, well, I feel like everybody kind of goes through that. Some, sure. some sort of phase like that where you're trying mm-hmm. to figure out, like, what, who you are and... <sighs> And what love is and mm-hmm. whether you found it or not. Or what if, you know, when you feel like this person is the one and they're not the one. But then, you know, because one day you wake up and you meet them. And, and you meet there. them. Mm-hmm. And it, there it is. It comes out of nowhere. Do you think she was forced? You know, did she feel bad? So she was like, okay, we'll be boyfriend, girlfriend. No. No, I mm-hmm. think she like, she kept it clear. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, 
the whole time like even when he's like says like what are we and she's like you know what we are we're like just friends and he like gets mad at her and is like no like we're not yeah it's like why like why are you asking her if you have this idea in your head already like you know you're not gonna like the answer that she gives you i think that was the scene like right before she like shows about his place like all soaking wet and that that scene was where i was like girl no like yeah do you think she was giving into it like i think a little bit i think she was like i'm gonna give into this because like just as headstrong as tom was of like no we're more than friends um summer was just as like headstrong thinking like no we're not like they were both pulling in like such opposite directions with like so much force that i don't think any of them were like gonna give in that that was destined to fail that was a train wreck waiting to happen so that's why I think it's like a bittersweet moment that like that she actually does like find the love of her life and gets married and she thinks like she tells Tom like it was like I thought of you. Would you say you're glad you saw it, Alex? Uh yeah. It's um it wasn't like a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> like, because we're recording this podcast. Right. Um yeah, no, I think it's like it's one of those movies that's always been on my list, but I just like as the years went by I was like, eh, I don't I don't know when I'm ready to watch this. Right. You were like, it, you never really made the time, maybe. Like, you were just like, eh, don't really. It wasn't something you had to see. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I made you watch it because you had to see it. Really, I really wanted you to watch it just because of the whole, like, you know, the 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 film aspect of it and the, um, you know, and of course, Zoe, um, because of being a, a big fan of New Girl, which I think made her, um, I think it made her a bigger actress. But yeah. This is, uh, this movie's good. I'm trying to think of how to end it. What do you think? Oh, I don't know. We just end it? We just end it. It's over. I think we should stop seeing each other. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) So if you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for listening to the show. I want to thank Alex, Amber, and Smiley for joining me today. And I want to give a huge thank you to our technical producer, Rami Garza, who makes this podcast possible. I know the show's over, but please don't go. You're still my best friend.